0: From the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And Michelle Dickey joining us here live once again. Pleasure to have you here. How are you doing? Hi, Jill. It's a pleasure to be back. Doing well. Thank you. And yourself? Grateful, thankful, mm-hmm. and all that you mm-hmm. do. And every time you leave us, what do you say?
1: I Oh, I always say sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Yep. yep. Then thanking everybody, and then making sure we give some gratitude to the uh-huh. Heavenly Father. It's all about
0: yeah. the gratitude. Thank you for being That's here.
1: That's right. So you for, well, for those you. new listeners today, thank
0: you, Michelle. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself and, of course, your mission and how you're helping people all over the world?
1: Sure, sure. I am Michelle Dickey, as you said. I'm a consultant, coach, trauma specialist, and author. And we are a Consulting for Heightened Awareness, I'm founder Of that, and we are a non-denominational spiritual ministry that specializes in narcissistic abuse and trauma recovery with God's wisdom. So, the best way for everyone to see where this ministry and work is trending is on the My Social page of the website, which is cdhrwdrmd.org. Everywhere we are. YouTube channel, uh, the Patreon channel. I want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, for those who may not know about it, we've got the Patreon membership channel. Oh. And it is, yeah, it's another extension of all the all the work and things like that. That channel is where I go a bit more uh, into real world connection to the spiritual realm with all the narcissistic abuse and things like that. I don't know, you know, for those who are familiar with the term, the matrix and all of that, we dive deeper on the Patreon channel, similar concept from the YouTube channel, but we break it down with real world connection. You know, we got that balance between the spiritual and the physical. And so I bring those dots. And then we also have sermon over there on the Patreon channel where I break down scripture, you know and reveal god's spiritual truths we have that like a psalm 91 and then uh some uh little places in the book of matthew and elsewhere so we've got that and uh you know it's just for everybody we're continuing to build obviously across all platforms and a lot of survivors find me through uh my first book how how uh it's how, how narcissism is the work of the devil, but one rose tinted and one clear lens. How narcissism is the work of the devil. Cause this was written during the season where it was, it was hitting me like, whoa. And what, okay. what year was that again? The, it, uh, that was that, in, uh, 20. Oh boy. 2020. 2021. Okay. Okay. So okay. Two, about two uh, years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago. I mean, it, it, not that long, but it was long enough. <laughs> but that was during the season that I wrote that when God, I, God led me back to Romans 1. Because I was asking him, I was like, what is with all this narcissistic abuse You know that I'm starting to notice more and more? A lot of us survivors, you know, we start to notice it more and more around us, you know, like in the workplace and stuff. And I'm like, because you start to recognize the pattern, you know, that you witnessed on the in, when you were in the individual situation, right? And you can't once you see it, you're not gonna unsee it. So Mm -hmm. it's like, ah, and you start to notice it more and more around us. And that's just a natural part of the awakening, spiritual awakening. And so that's when that was written and a lot of a lot of the survivors find me through that. Because I make the connection to scripture on what we're dealing with in the spiritual. Because after all, with the narcissistic abuse we are in a spiritual battle for the mind. And the one thing we learn, we've been in it our entire life. We just didn't know that's what it was. Because now the enemy's trying to get control of our thoughts. So we start, you know, like if he can't get to us, he sends one of his abusers. If that doesn't work, try to trick us into doing it to ourselves. A lot of survivors, yeah. you know, yeah, a lot of survivors, we have to overcome that. We realize we, got, we stop gaslighting ourselves. We stop engaging in negative self-talk. Because our thoughts are very powerful. And so what we tell ourselves, we become more mindful of what we tell ourselves. Because like, wait a minute, we change that thinking. You know, get yeah. out from under the negative and into the positive, turning negative into positive. And so that's how we do that. We, it's all part of the renewing process. You know, as we are unlearning all the stuff that, you know, the abuser tried to tell us about us, You know tried to tell us we weren't worth anything tried to tell us that we were never gonna amount to anything Mm -hmm. tried to tell us that yeah all of that negative stuff yeah yeah, because we learned something that they often mean the opposite of what they say ah so helping to change that thinking is that we when we reflect and think about what they tried to tell us about us and we automatically know that the opposite is true
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah, because you know God said we're enough, okay, and we are a work in progress. I define. I say so this is a journey, <laughs> and we're continuing to learn more and more. You know, once I call it God's reality now, because well, again, you see the patterns of the narcissistic abuse now, and you can't unsee it, and so it's going to be more noticeable out there in the quote-unquote, fallen world, okay? Because we do. We live in a fallen world. And so it becomes more noticeable. And so, like, anything that has chaos or drama, it's got narcissistic abuse with it. And we're like, never mind. (laughs) We walk away. Because we don't want any more of that. You know, after all, we grow and mature and strive to be more Christ-like and become the adult that we're supposed to become hmm That's right. And so we're like, okay, got chaos and drama. We don't have time for that. Mm-mm. You know, we realized that these abusers, that's all they did was waste our time. But I call it God's time. That's what they do. They, they wasted our time, you know, with all of the circular talk. Oh, and then the blame shifting. That is huge. Mm-hmm. I want to highlight that a little bit here. These narcissistic abusers are notorious for playing the blame game because they won't take accountability for their own action. Mm -hmm. So they're going to blame always. Yeah, they're going to blame someone else or something else or whatever for their bad behavior. So you know what that tells us? It's like, oh, so then they know what they just did wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, and then also by throwing out those false accusations, you know, how a lot of the abusers try, accused us of doing things that we knew we were not doing. We're like, huh, where's that coming from? Then we learn. That's mm-hmm. them telling on themselves. Anything that they try to accuse us of, that's, we find out that's what they're doing. And so we're like, aha. It's like another one of those aha moments in <laughs> the whole healing process right and yeah. we're just like okay all right we see what they're doing and so they will always blame ship and i want to go ahead and point out that by blaming others and falsely accusing others those are just a couple of ways that the enemy tricks people into bearing false witness that's a huge one right there and so i was like i see. Okay, yeah, so we, kn- we know that these abusers are disobedient to God, very disobedient to God, because a lot of us have learned and, you know, with more observation and less speaking, when we have to interact with them, you know, with limited contact. And so we realized that if we were to give them a logical and rational solution, what do they do? The opposite, the opposite. or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and make up excuses for why that logical or rational solution won't work all negative stuff and it's more like okay then why'd you ask us
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah no absolutely I get it yeah
1: it's like you know yeah so it's part of their part of their mind game that they like to play and it's like okay all right so the more we learn the more we share the more we Educate, help educate others, and, and to let them know that, hey, listen, what you're experiencing with all that that mind games and stuff like that, yeah, you are experiencing that. But the abusers, because of the cognitive dissonance, a.k.a. confusion, the abusers always try to tell us that we didn't see what we saw or that we didn't hear what we heard. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, uh, okay. You start that's- disbelieving
0: believing yourself. You start second-guessing right mm-hmm. am i crazy
1: that oh that's a huge one mm-hmm. right there jill oh my goodness yes yeah. and i know it feels that way in the beginning because we realized that yeah okay wait a minute so there they were trying to present all of that abuse as normal and we come to it. we're just like uh, uh, that's not normal and so we are going to feel like we're going crazy at first but then we realized that no that's just the result of the trauma so we got to work that out. You know, we work worked that out. Because I I refer to that rug being pulled out from under us when the quote-unquote metaphorical masks flip, their true colors come out. I talk about how that that's actually God turning things back around into the upright position as they're supposed to be. Because see, when we realize during that abuse, okay, that situation, whatever it was, Everything was upside down. Everything went backwards. And so we have to unlearn all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, as we go, okay. Because nothing is logical with these narcissistic abusers. They're illogical. And, and they think backwards. They have, their brains are wired differently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm, and we realized that that's why they do everything backwards and upside down. It's because that, they're in what I call the upside down world. Right, that's where all the narcissistic abuse get dished out and they think it's normal, but yet they also know that a lot of their bad behaviors is wrong, but they do it anyway. So it's like, uh, okay, that's their double mind <laughs> right there. That's it. They can, and they can't even make up their own mind. We learned that as well. And one common tactic with a lot of these narcissistic abusers is like, for example, if you, the two are talking about going somewhere to eat, the narcissistic abuser will ask their target, okay, where, where would you like to go eat? And so the target comes up with the name of a place they like to go. Mm-hmm. And so then yeah, the narcissistic abuser says, no, nah, I don't like that place. And then uh, makes a suggestion for another place. And the target often will be like, well, okay, I like that too. And then the narcissistic abuser comes back, says, nah, never mind. we're gonna go, we're, we're not gonna go there. And then they go somewhere completely different that the uh, the abuser and the target talked about. They go somewhere completely different. And it's a common tactic because they're just, you know, it's part of their being difficult, but it's part of that circular chalk, you know, because they, they can't make up their own mind at all. And not only that, so they want to keep their target to uh, like chasing their tails and things like that. And it's all part of that game of inducing that confusion. And so, trying to get the target to—they're trying to project their own disorganization. That's the word I was looking for. Their own disorganization. See, they're not organized. Their mind—they're—they're they're not organized up there. And so, they project that outward. And after all, it's like through their actions and even some of what they say when we're paying attention when they tell on themselves. And so, it's like, okay, that's a reflection of what's going on up there. You know, it's like, alrighty then. So we understand that, that, that that's how they are and how we learn to deal with it. If we still have to have limited contact is really simply by not dealing with it. We're not tolerating it and we're not entertaining it, basically. You know, we just don't entertain it. If they want to, I mean, some of us have had them uh, out of nowhere. You know, if we make a comment about, let's say, you know, that we're done with something when we do this no. and then they yeah, and then they'll shoot out a, um, oh, if you remember, trying to get us to second guess our own memory. And so we're like, we catch this stuff. And we're like, okay. And then it's like five or ten minutes later, they don't even remember they said it. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, all right. I see, whether I see what you're doing or trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it no longer works on us. Mm-hmm. Because all of the abuse tactics that they dish out is all the same. Maybe different variations of how they do it, but it's the nothing new under the sun that we're told about. It was like, oh, okay, because the enemy has no new tricks. Yeah. I mean, he, he's not a creator because the enemy cannot procreate. So he has no new tricks. Might have different variations. That's why we call a lot of the narcissistic abusers different flavors. That's what we say now, because yeah. that's another part of the healing process. Mm-hmm. As, yep, as uh, I say, God is revealing our enemy, and so He's showing us the different flavors that are out there, and because they all have the underlying same pattern, the technique that mm-hmm. they that they use, but there'll be slight variation in you know what is you know maybe as far as the gaslight, there'll be slight variations of that, mm-hmm. and so we we learn to pick up on it because once we know and we have a good and solid understanding of the foundation so to speak then we can pretty much put two and two together you know we can connect the dots so that we're like oh we see what that was oh i saw what that was and anything that is trying to induce confusion or anything that's trying to confuse us we know that's not coming from god god is not the author of confusion so we automatically know where that's coming from and we don't let it that's the whole thing we realize that we've got it within us You know, that we don't let that stuff get under our skin. And we don't let them confuse us. Right. And so if if anything comes at us and it reads like word salad, that's common with Mm -hmm. narcissistic abuse. Mm Mm-hmm. It reads like word salad and it's like makes no sense. like It has like two sentences that don't, they don't align. Right? And that's word salad. And then we realize, okay, we, we know what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And that, that right there is the favorite tactic of the enemy to induce that confusion. Mm -hmm. So another thing we learned about these narcissistic abusers is that simple, you know, they, they don't, they don't understand simplicity. They want to complicate everything that's not complicated. And we're like, okay, that's why when we would offer that logical, rational, simple solution, and they would try to complicate it, you know, or, you know, make up excuses why it won't work I was like, why are you making things complicated that are not complicated? You know, now we understand why, because they, they know that it's logical, but they don't Definitely. want to, ex- right. They don't want to accept it. And so they want to, because it's all part of their own complexity going on up there. As so first like, all right, because yeah, consulting for height awareness, we're all about simplifying the complex. Because there's no need for a bunch of that word salad. We don't need to use big, overly sophisticated, unnecessary words where they're not you know, where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. And so and not only that trauma healing, it you know, the last thing a survivor needs is to have a bunch of big unknown unfamiliar words thrown at them that's no that's counterproductive to healing so and not only that not everybody would be familiar with some of those words anyhow and so we just take all that complexity out simplify it you know to help simplify things because that just help move along the healing you know because it We have to, oh my goodness, after being in that narcissistic abuse situation where everything was upside down and complicated and stuff, we're trying to unravel all of that. We're trying to make sense of it. So the last thing anybody needs is to be thrown a bunch of stuff that that they're not familiar with, maybe even words they don't even know how to pronounce. No, we don't need to do that. (laughs) So it's very, yeah, very unnecessary to do that. And so we like to, and that's why I'm big over on the YouTube channel and elsewhere. I let people know that mm-hmm. if you come across one of our videos and you would like further clarification or you want to make a video request or whatever, I always encourage people, don't hesitate to reach out because I will clarify it if, if need be. You know, because sometimes, you know, when the, I said the Holy Spirit just gets going. You know, we don't script these things anymore. we just kind of like the Holy Spirit gets going. You never know where it's going to end up. Yeah. Um, because we're just trying to to help others heal and grow and lift them up, you know, and and let them know that they're not alone and things like that. So I tell people to not hesitate to reach out because that's what we're here for. I don't want to leave anybody, you know, in the dark, but I do realize that we have to overcome that fear of asking questions because that's another thing that happens during narcissistic abuse is that the target of the survivor develops that fear of asking questions because the abuser would always, you know, uh, get irritated or uh, dish out a verbal, uh, a verbal attack when we would ask them a simple question and they would get mad. And so over time, what does that do? Not only does it silence the victim, but it also induces that, you know, uh, fear of asking questions. So part of the trauma healing is we overcome that. And so that's what I'm also here to help people do, to overcome, you know, that that hesitation. And we understand where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's normal. We all went through that. And so it's like, okay, we got to overcome that uh, because they're, not everybody out here is an abuser. <laughs> so we learn this, you know, so we want to know. We got questions, of course, you know, especially during the beginning of, there's tons of questions, and then questions come pouring in later on. Also, the more we notice, the more we learn, and things like that. But especially during the very beginning, you know, as I know it takes a while, but we're not going to bite anybody's head off for asking questions. Okay. We get where that's coming from. It is a trauma response. And so it is doable to overcome that. Absolutely. 100%. And they'll do it when they're ready, you know, to reach out with questions. But we're here for that. Now I will not answer troll questions. That's um really, because we can tell what those are. And that's coming from a narcissistic abuser. We're not gonna answer those. But when a survivor has a you know, a true blue question that when they're trying to make sense of what just happened and all of that, what's what we're here for? We don't we want them to know that they don't have to go this alone
0: yeah it's okay there is help out there there's people to talk to and it just takes you know someone listening to a podcast like this to. it's maybe them affected or someone they know that may be affected by somebody like this that could maybe do some good by reaching out and maybe you're not going to get the response from a friend that you care about maybe it's not going to but it could happen you know you could really help change someone's life so if you know someone in a narcissistic relationship an abusive relationship what would you suggest michelle
1: Okay. Well, we learned, because we ourselves didn't Mm -hmm. listen to sometimes when somebody would tell us, I don't know about this guy or gal, something seems a little off, but we were so smitten. Yeah, we were so smitten, so we didn't listen. So what we learned to do is, if we know somebody who is in one of those, many of us do, if we do, the best thing we can do is just to let them know we're here for them when they're ready. No. That really, is, that's it, and yeah. And then you know, if if you wanted to just have you know consulting for height and awareness on the back burner or in the pocket or something like that, or saved for later, and then that way when the survivor realizes what's going on, because especially during the beginning they're being love bombed, so that if we try to tell them that that's what they're in, they're gonna look at us like we're crazy. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I know it's tough, especially when it's someone that we love and that we care about. I know that that is the toughest thing to do is to just sit back and just be patient and, you know, let them know that we're here for them Mm -hmm. and that's that and let them learn the lesson. Unfortunately, we don't wish that upon anybody at all, but it's an unfortunate truth that it does happen every single day. And yeah, I know. And it's worldwide. It isn't just here in the US. It's in uh, the UK. It's in Canada. It's in Australia. I mean, it is everywhere. And so that's why we are global. Consulting for hate Awareness is okay. global for that, re- for that reason. So for anybody who is wondering, our individual session, consulting sessions, those are virtual or by phone. Okay, it's uh, the survivor's choice. And so they get, when they book a session, it'll ask, you: know, do they want virtual or by phone? And so we go either way, whatever they're most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we're global. I can help people from anywhere. And sometimes we have... Car Chronicle session.
0: I love too. the Car Chronicles. Yes, for those of you just yeah. on the podcast, they get to see Michelle Dickey live here on the Zoom cast with the uh Car Chronicles. I love it. Best lighting, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, 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 this is awesome. And uh so we do that. And, and you know, because a lot of times survivors are still in an environment where they're not comfortable booking a session there. So they can still book it. And then like go anywhere with their device and we can do it car to car or whatever and so that's the beauty behind it so they can still get the guidance and support and their questions answered and things like that as some of us again still have limited contact so because of for whatever reason Mm -hmm. right so we learn how to deal with that again by not really dealing with it but we just see see it for what it is and Ah, I'm pretty good at the mommy look. I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) Catch one of them. There was a, uh, one of the, a narcissistic abuser co-worker in one of the places who was trying to pull little shenanigans. I think it was about Mm -hmm. 24, 25. And I was like, okay. I just gave him the mommy look and he had to knock it off. I saw right through what he was trying to do. You know, trying to pull one of his little stunts. You know, and I was like, Mm-mm, you know, give them the mommy look and they have to knock it off because they know. <laughs> you know. So, and the same can work for the daddy look. It goes either way. Yep. Exactly. You know, that parental them, look. <laughs> uh, we'll call it the parental look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Because then that let, lets them know that you see what they're trying to do and that it's not going to work. And so they, they will, they got to knock it off because if they see it's not working, then they're not going to keep doing it. But if they see it's working, then they're going to keep doing it, just like a little toddler. Yeah. Poking and prodding. Yep. That's what we learn. And that's why I remind, I remind survivors that if they're still having some interaction with them, whether it be at work or what have you, and if they can sense that what they're doing is annoying them, annoying you, yeah. or irritating you, they're going to do more of it. And so this is why we learn to get that. That part of the healing process where we learn to get self-regulated, stay that way, manage and control our own empathy and not have a heart on our sleeve so that they won't be able to sense that. So they won't be able to sense anything because if they can't sense the empathy, they can't mirror it. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's that's for anybody who needs that homework. There it is (laughs) to work on that.
0: Well, thank you for giving us this lesson yet again with our Car Chronicles. Michelle Dickey here. Uh remind us how we can reach you and of course, I pick up a copy of that
1: book. When's the next book coming out? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't have any idea yet, but we'll, we'll definitely announce that when the time comes. Uh but yeah, everybody can reach me at 704-245-4340 or you can send me an email at michelle.dickey@ at cdhrwdrmd.org and again that is the website domain as well you can check out all of that yep
0: thank you so much always a pleasure having you here
1: you're you're welcome you're welcome thank you for having me sending love and light to all fellow warriors thank you for watching listening and for your support Until next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father and you. Keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much. And looking forward to the next time we connect, everyone. Stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers.
1: Day-to-day simple tasks can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps or have somebody do it for me. What scares me the most is just the falling. When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's, it's crucial.